Hello and welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of October 3rd, 2022. And with this week's episode, I'd like to examine the ongoing shortage of automotive replacement parts and the impact it's having on the maintenance and repair of fleet vehicles. And this isn't a new problem. These component constraints have been occurring for the past two years. However, no one predicted that it would last this long, nor as we approach the end of calendar year 2022, no one expected that these part shortages will carry over into the next year. These wide-ranging parts constraints, which also includes the shortage of microchips, are part of a larger disruption that's occurring throughout the global supply chain. These supply chain constraints are impacting a wide cross-section of automotive components, which vary by the type of part and by the make and model of vehicle. The bottom line, however, is that these parts constraints are causing repair jobs that take much longer to complete, thereby lengthening vehicle downtime, reducing driver productivity, and consequently increasing overall fleet maintenance costs. These part shortages first began to appear in the fourth quarter of 2020, and since then, there's been a series of ongoing and sporadic inventory shortages for a variety of automotive components throughout calendar years 2021 and 2022. And what's exasperated this parts availability problem has been the industry-wide difficulty in getting new replacement vehicles. And these two supply constraints are very much interrelated. The ongoing difficulty in sourcing new replacement vehicles has forced many companies to keep existing fleet vehicles in service way beyond their scheduled replacement dates. And as a result, these higher mileage vehicles are now experiencing the predictable uptick of unscheduled repairs. And this spike in unscheduled repairs is being further complicated when the needed replacement parts are not in inventory and have to be put on back order, and the vehicle has to set at that facility and wait for the part to arrive. The rule of thumb is that the higher the mileage on a vehicle, the greater the propensity for unscheduled maintenance issues to occur. And this is being played out in today's fleet market day in and day out as vehicle service lives are being extended because of the inability to source replacement vehicles. This also impacts fleet budgets because the higher spend on maintenance and general repairs may not have been budgeted. And it also extends the preventative maintenance cycle, which has a dollars and cents impact because the additional miles may require a new set of tires, another set of brakes, that in a normal replacement cycle would not have been incurred. Also impacted are fleet vehicles that have been involved in an accident that can represent up to 20% of the vehicles in a corporate fleet. These accident damage repairs often require the replacement of entire assemblies. Currently, there's a shortage of subassembly components, especially with those that include embedded microchips. On average, it's now taking 15 to 30 days longer to get parts at a collision repair shop compared to what was experienced in 2019. And here's how one fleet manager described today's situation. Quote, the parts shortage is probably the worst nightmare for fleet managers in my 25 years in fleet. It's a vicious cycle that shows no end in sight. End of quote. And the vicious cycle that the fleet manager is referring to are the constraints in sourcing new replacement vehicles, which in turn are forcing fleets to extend service lives of existing units in operation, which in turn increases the frequency of unscheduled maintenance occurrences, which increases the likelihood of being impacted by parts constraints. 
all of which creates the vicious cycle that he's referring to. These unpredictable shortages have resulted in longer repair cycles. And by repair cycle, I mean from the time that the vehicle arrives at a repair facility to when it's repaired and picked up, those repair cycles now are much longer. Nowadays, it's not unheard of for vehicles to set non-productive at a service center for weeks or even months just waiting for an essential part to arrive. And here's how another fleet manager described the current shortage of replacement parts and assemblies. So, quote, it's like a catch-22 dilemma. We can't get replacement vehicles, so we have to fix the existing vehicles, but we can't get parts to fix the existing vehicles due to the supply chain issues. So they just have to set and wait, end of quote. So why is all of this happening? There isn't one definitive answer as to why the shortage of general automotive parts is occurring. It's actually the result of a multitude of factors all coming together. And here are some of the factors that are contributing to today's part shortages. So first of all, many automotive components are made of aluminum, rubber, plastic, or copper. These are high demand commodities. And these commodities are in demand in many different industries, which is lengthening the lead time to get these raw materials, thereby lengthening production time, thereby increasing delivery times. Another major contributing factor is that over the past several decades, there's been widespread offshoring or outsourcing of the manufacturing of automotive spare parts to Asian suppliers. Disruptions in the Asian market, such as the recent lockdowns in China following the new outbreaks of COVID, create a domino effect that delays the shipment of components into the supply chains and their delivery to the ultimate destination. Next, since the large volume of parts manufacturing is located in Asia, these imported automotive parts are typically shipped to the U.S. by container ship. Today, there's a global backlog in maritime shipping, which is delaying the delivery of imported goods to the U.S. And second, these new container ships are larger than ever. On average, today's container ships are about a third larger than those of yesteryear. So as a consequence, not only can they carry a third more, but it's also taking a third longer to unload those containers. And next, there's a shortage of chassis trailers. Once those containers un are unloaded, they need to be put on chassis trailers um, to haul those containers to warehousing facilities or rail um, uh, marshalling yards, all of which increases lead time. And it seems that for every touch point in the manufacturing and distribution of automotive parts, there's some incremental delay that's being encountered. And here's how another fleet manager describes the lead time for certain parts. So, quote, parts availability is the worst that I've ever seen it. Not only are we struggling with individual parts, but also on certain assemblies such as engines, which is running six to nine months out, end of quote. So not only are there parts constraints, but these components cost more now. These ongoing component shortages have triggered price increases for individual parts on average up to 20 to 30 percent. And in some cases, the price of certain parts have actually doubled. And a key factor causing these price increases has been the higher cost of raw materials used to manufacture components, especially if they're manufactured of high demand component uh, commodities such as copper or aluminum. These higher commodity prices increase manufacturing costs, 
thereby reducing the parts manufacturers' margins, which then puts pressure on them to increase parts prices, and these increased costs are then being passed on to the end user. The bottom line is that fleet managers now are paying higher prices for replacement parts, both new and used parts, and the delivery time to receive these parts is much longer. So how much longer will this continue? The forecast from component manufacturers is that they don't expect the imbalance between supply and demand for automotive parts to return to normal inventory levels until sometime in the latter part of calendar year 2023. So with this as my final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of October 3rd, 2022. And I'd like to thank you for watching.